Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Thank you for joining us today. As we continue this vital series on a call to holiness, consider these questions. What does it mean to live holy? How do we live holy as Christians? Why must we live holy? If we are to affect the world for the kingdom of God, we must maximize our effectiveness by meeting God's requirements for kingdom living and kingdom building. Listen closely as Pastor Rander ministers to our hearts, minds, and souls. Remember to have your Bible pen and paper handy as you will want to take notes. If you're going to live holy, dress holy. Dress holy. It is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Verse 5, not in passion of lust, that's where we are as a society, like the Gentiles who do not know God. And you got Christians acting like the Gentiles, looking like the Gentile, talking like the Gentile, acting like the culture. The reason the church don't have any power is because so much of the culture has come into the church. The music sounds like the culture. You dress like the culture. I'm not saying everybody in here have to wear a suit and tie. I'm not saying that you want to wear a tie, wear a tie. If you don't want to wear a vest, you don't have to wear one. But for heaven's sake, look decent. I'm say, look decent. You're in the Lord's house. They dress them up to go see a judge to get a sentence. They dress them up. I see them. They come in there with chains and all that and chains on their feet, but they dressed up as they can be to say, life in prison without parole. Yeah, in suits. In suits. Yeah, but you come here, flip-flops. T- little dinky t-shirts you know it just look like you go, ready to go to the beach we are coming before the king of glory and parents if you don't have no respect about yourself don't expect your children to have respect about themselves they catch the vision of how we worship from you that's right from you your standards have to be high you let them keep devolving and degenerating you know what what is it going to look like Folk ought to know you going to church. So, oh God, help me do this. Holy, uh, uh, verse 5, not in passion of lust, not like the Gentiles who do not know God. That's where I was. Uh, number 7, for God, for God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God. I'm going to dress the way I want. I don't care as long as my heart is right. Okay, go on and reject God. Go on with your rebellious self who has also given us his Holy Spirit. My friend, living holy is not an option, 
but rather it is God's will that we do so. We have unlimited potential for Christ when we abstain from anything that will defile our bodies, defile our bodies. You better watch these excessive tattooing, excessive body piercing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Body piercing. Some some people, I don't know how they do that. Oh, their tongue got 15 beads in them. It's all in their lips, all around the earlobe, all in their faces. Just, I said that, you know what that's called? Body mutilation. How do you pain yourself that much to get a, a certain kind of look? And then you get tattoos all over yourself, all everywhere. You say, you know what? I'm tattooed up. I'm glad you're here. You say, what should I do? Don't put another one on you. <laughs> Stop right there. You know why? Because what you do at 16, you're going to have a different whole uh, thought process by the time you get 26. And there are some barriers you form against yourself because of it. That's why some jobs, they make you cover it all up. Come on, talk to me, somebody. They make you cover it all up because you know why? You let all that stuff be. You scare people. You got grills everywhere. Your eye colors are all polka dyed, and you got stuff all around. You go, hi, me. He, he, he. And you competing with 40 other resumes. You scared that man? They're going to pass you up. They're going to pass you up. They're going to pass you up politely. 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 Abstain. Your body should be a living testimony. Now, in verse 4, y'all hanging with me? I believe you are. The word vessel in verse 4 was a common Greek metaphor for body, which means our bodies are a gift from the Lord to be used exclusively to glorify him and to be a blessing to others. Okay? Our bodies, it's a gift from God. Your body is a gift from God. Your body belongs to Jesus. It doesn't belong to your boyfriend. It doesn't belong to your girlfriend. Your body don't even belong to you. It belongs to Jesus. It belongs to Jesus. Watch what you put on your body. Watch how you handle your body. That's right. Don't let yourself go. Don't be loose. Don't be free. So free that you lose it to the glory of God. Number five, we cannot please and glorify God apart from a holy life. We cannot please and glorify God apart from a holy life. First Thessalonians 4, 1 says, finally then, brethren, we ask and urge you in the Lord, urge you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you ought to live and to please God, underline that, to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. Now listen, believers who, who did great things for God did so with the aim of pleasing God. Believers who did great things for God did so with the aim of pleasing God. Only when we seek to please God and not ourselves and other people will we experience God's presence. When you seek to please God, you experience his peace and his power in our lives. When your sole desire is not to please yourself, 
It's not about you. It's about pleasing God who lives in you. Uh, Number six, we cannot have genuine fellowship with God apart from living a life of holiness. We cannot have fellowship, genuine fellowship with God apart from living a life of holiness, uh, which means our transgressions must be forgiven. Psalms 32, 1 and 2 and verse 5 says, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in whose spirit is no deceit. Look at verse 5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Let me tell you something about this passage. The spirit of unforgiveness and bitterness not only breaks our fellowship with Christ, but it also breaks our fellowship with others. When you have an unforgiving spirit, we need to trust God and ask the Holy Spirit to help us to totally forgive. Say totally forgive. And the reason some of you are struggling today because you've partially forgiven or you haven't forgiven at all. A spirit of unforgiveness and bitterness not only breaks our fellowship with Christ, but also with others. Only when we seek forgiveness, God's forgiveness, can we live in harmony with others. Believers restrict the blessings of God in their lives when their transgressions are not forgiven because of not confessing their sins. The blood of Jesus covers the sin of those who humbly confess them. I say it again. The blood of Jesus covers the sins of those who humbly confess them. Be mindful. You are held accountable and will forfeit the blessings of God for any unrepented sins. You'll forfeit the blessings of God. And some of you are blocking your blessings because uh, you won't forgive. You won't repent. Number seven, holiness empowers us to be more effective in our witness for Christ. Holiness empowers us to be more effective in our witness for Christ. Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. In other words, a bad testimony and lifestyle will render your witness ineffective and cause you to dishonor the Lord's church. A holy lifestyle is the best witness for Christ before an onlooking world. A holy lifestyle is the best witness for Christ before an onlooking world. You see, oh, holiness empowers us to be more effective in our witness for Christ. Your witness for Christ has more power, more spiritual punch. You, can, you will be able to glorify God because of holiness in your life. Number eight, no one is going to heaven apart from living a holy life. Now it gets deeper. Did you get that? No one is going to heaven apart from living a holy life. Now that's scary, but it's true. It is true. And you're not hearing it enough. And what frightens me is that you got the church is filled with people who are going, who think they're going to heaven when they're not. And that's why I preach so hard. And that's why I come for the scripture. And that's why I preach up a sweat. Because I'm serious about what I do. I want to see you right with God, holy before God. I don't want you deceived. I don't want you misled. 
I want to know that you're in right standing with Almighty God. No one is going to heaven apart from living a holy life. You say, well, how do you know that? Because of what the scripture says. You say, where is it? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, it says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Now, you, if I don't go any further, that's enough right there. The unrighteous, those who are not in right standing with God, will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived. It is so many deceived people who think they are Christians when they are not. Do not be deceived. You need to underline that. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, those who engage in sexual immorality, nor idolaters, those who can't get off the cell phones, who text, 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 they hold their phones, they eat with their phones, they, they, they lap their phones, the phone is their pillar, you know, the internet, 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 like a, like a running horse. And internet, 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 internet. You know, idolaters, no adulterers. That's actually carrying out. And some of you not carrying out, but it's already in your heart. If your wife, a husband knew what you were thinking, some folk get slapped. It's in the heart. I'm so glad people don't know what we think. No homosexuals, no sodomites, no thieves, no covetous, no drunkards, no revilers, no extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, who doesn't understand that? And look at verse 11. So in case you start poking fingers at everybody, (laughs) he didn't say mine. Or you might say, "Uh, uh, I'm not in that list. He says, and such were some of you. Everything in this list, such was some of you. Now, you know what some of y'all do? Y'all point out the big, you call the big sins. I'm not an adulterer. I'm not a homosexual. I'm not a sodomite. Yeah, but you're looking at porn. You're living on it. It's on your cell phones. It's all over you. You allowed everything to become um, uh, idolatry in your life, almost that money. You have become your own idol. The dog, the cat, your children. You can idolize your children. Huh? Your, your, uh, it, it can go on and on. Technology, the Cowboys, the Saints, the Rams, whatever team. You I don't like basketball, then uh, football, then basketball. Whoever that is. You don't like basketball. Okay, golf. You don't like, okay, foot fishing. You go fishing for fish, it won't fish after men. See? So, uh, stop, let's stop focusing on the big ones because all these that you're not looking at will send you to hell too. Thieves, stealing, stealing on the jobs, stealing from people. That's right, stealing time. Stealing all over the place. Stealing. Covetous, design stuff. That other folk have can't be satisfied with what you got. You have to let what you have is working for you, but you're not satisfied because somebody got something a little more with a few more bells and whistle. You are all right till you saw this. Drunkard, you yeah, I'm tipsy. No, you're not tipsy, you drunk. 
revelers, party lovers, extortioners, those who embezzle and cheat and shenanigans underhand, know how to play the books. Are y'all still there? And such were some of you. So stop picking on the big ones. All of them big if they offend God. One, one of these sins is enough to send any of us straight to hell. But it says, but you will wash. What? What? The blood of Jesus. But, and, 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 and sanctified by the word. But you were sanctified. You were justified. Declared righteous by the blood of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the spirit of God. Now you all, this is, I'm almost through. Some of y'all say, ooh, I can't wait till he finish. Now, if you can watch sports for three hours, you go to a four-hour movie. I'm going to take my time. I'm almost through. I only got a couple, about two more and I'm done, so I'm not scaring you like I got 15 more points. I got two more and I'm done, so hold on, okay? I know some of you, 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 you don't have any toes left to walk with. <laughs> now, number nine. The presence and favor of God are with believers who live a life of holiness. The presence and favor of God are with believers who live a life of holiness. Luke chapter 1 verses 26 through 28 and verses 30 through 32 it says, Now the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Verse 27. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly, underline that, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Wow. What commendation. Highly favored. The Lord is with you. Ooh, if God would, listen, if God to, can God say that of you? If you have a piece of knowing that God is with you, you ought to be shouting all over this place. But now if you're living like the devil, the Lord is not with you. Okay. The Lord is with you. Why? She's highly favored. She's holy. Blessed are you. Look now, underline this. This is what folks get off with Mary. Among women. Underline that. Not above women. Now some of y'all putting her above. Making her equal with God. Okay. She's not equal with God. She was just an instrument in the hands of Almighty God to give birth to the Savior. She had to trust her own baby for salvation. Blessed are you among women. Verse 30. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you, look, you have found favor with God. Let me ask you a question. Have you found favor with God? Have you found favor with God? And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. Listen attentively. Because Mary and Joseph were holy and righteous. They were both holy and righteous. Mary was given the high privilege of being the mother of of the savior of the world. Now, Joseph as his legal father, because he was not, not, he was not Jesus's biological father. See, Joseph was his legal father because he was Mary's husband, as it says in Matthew 1, 16. 
but not Jesus' biological father. Joseph was responsible for the care, protection, and upbringing of the Christ child. What a profound privilege and favor for God to raise God. The Lord does not, listen, the Lord does extraordinary things with those who are holy. The Lord does extraordinary things through those who are righteous and have the presence of God in in their lives. You won't see God use you to the max. You want to see God take you to places that you couldn't imagine. You want to go to the next level in your walk with God. Then seek God in holiness. Love him with all your heart. And he will work wonderfully through you. Last but not the least, we are not ready for the imminent coming of our Savior unless we are living holy. We are not ready for the imminent coming of our Savior unless we are living holy. First John chapter 3 verses 2 and 3 says, Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, when the Lord himself is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Let me close with this. Being ever so mindful of the soon return of Christ should motivate us to get excited and continually purify and cleanse ourselves as we await our Lord's coming with confident expectation. I'm so glad the Lord is coming back. Amen. I'm so glad I'm saved. How many of you glad you're saved? How many of you know you're saved and you're glad you're saved? Have you lost sight on the fact that you're safe? When you know that you know you're safe, you're living by the criteria of this book, you got something to shout about. You, you, you are highly favored. You're blessed. And God will use you in an incredible way. My friends, we can live in confident expectation because the Lord is coming back. And because he's coming back, I'm going to watch where, where I go. I'm not going to let him find me somewhere I shouldn't be. I'm going to watch what I do. And if I, should I mess up? And that time we're going to mess up. I'm going to fall on my face and repent and cry out to God so I can be in a right standing before him. I want to keep clean. I want to be holy. I want to be right. So when I stand before him, I can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And all God's children said, praise God. And Lord, we thank you for this message. And I know it's not the kind of message that people can shout on, but who needs to shout when their lives are not right? We need meat. We don't need candy. We don't need snacks. We don't, we don't need icing. We need substance. We need to grieve of our sins. We need to repent. We need to come to Jesus right now. We've all sinned and we've all fallen short. There's none righteous. No, not one says your word. Father, inculcate within us a reverential fear that we watch what we say, watch what we do. Stop covering our sins. Stop harboring bitterness and our unforgiving spirit. Stop mistreating our husbands and wives. That children will respect mama and daddy more. And mom and dad won't exasperate the children. 
that we would not have a high view of ourselves, but have a high view of scripture, have a high view of God. When I began to preach on the holiness of God, the church has lost focus on the wonder of your holiness. Father, uh, I'm in a series so long that it's just getting all over me. I pray I preach it until folk catch on fire. I pray, Father, the series bring revival, that the demons and devils flee as the presence of God is manifested. Folk get born again, saved, revived, redeemed, backsliders reclaimed. Folks, stop being transient. Be still and planted like a tree and not be moved that they would prosper. I pray that people not allow Satan to keep them in their seat during this invitation and miss their God moment not knowing when they're going to breathe their very last breath. Some folks say it's their first time here, but they, little do they know it could be their last day on earth. They don't know where death really is. And I pray that you wake folk up spiritually and may they not get deceived and duped and believe the devil's lie and leave here thinking about a tomorrow that may not come. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. And all God's children said. The Word of God tells us that there is no salvation in any other or anything except Jesus Christ the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. We can and many do live victoriously through obedient faith in our Lord and Savior. In him alone, we are redeemed and forgiven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us on Sunday, August the 13th at 10 a.m. for a Bring a Coworker Day worship celebration. Come and be blessed, refreshed, greeted with a smile, and encouraged as you are ministered to in song, fellowship, and prayer, coupled with the steadfast love and word of Almighty God. 